Hi there, I'm Mark, and I'm not a nice guy. <laughs> I'm Ryan, and I'm going to pay for that tonight. And you're listening to Watching Friends, our weekly episode where we go through every single episode of Friends uh, and discuss it and put clips in and jokes, and you, you should know the format by now. Um, but before we start, I feel like we always start our episodes very quickly. We just like jump straight in. Um, I wonder if we should like have like a bit of preamble beforehand. What kind of preamble do you I, want? I, I don't know. I just feel like I should be like, hey, <laughs> how are you doing, Ryan? <laughs> How's your week been? That, that sort of thing. I don't know. Um, yeah, it just feels weird that we just jump straight in and we don't uh, have anything just to, to calmly lead us into the start of the episode. We should just start whispering, you know, ASMR, like, welcome. Watch the <laughs> so, 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 right. Someone, someone there has just heard that and just gone, yes, I want more of that, please. Yes, okay. <laughs> so what we'll do now, when we, when we eventually get to Patreon, we'll just re-record every episode with whispers. It'd be great. <laughs> just, just Ryan's ASMR videos. That, they would probably do way better than our current downloads. But what if I found something funny while whispering? How like disjointed and awful would that be? Like I'm more like, and then in the episode. <laughs> 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 like you just deafened immediately. Couldn't just like laugh really quietly. <laughs> it's difficult no. for me to do anything quietly. <laughs> I, I, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. It's, it would it would start off great and very quickly it'd just be you shouting. Yeah, just be editing after. Like no, like, reduce Ryan again. He's too loud. <laughs> yeah. And a bit more and a bit more and turn him off. There we go. Done. Uh, but, yeah. But to answer your question, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, that's good to hear. No complaints. Football yeah. season starts again soon. Should be good. Yeah. Well. Uh, I've been looking at some friends news and uh, apparently, so Mike, so Phoebe's lover, boyfriend, husband, uh, I forget the actor's name. Paul Rudd, the Paul one Rudd. and There we go, Ant-Man. Paul Rudd. Well, he's not the only Ant-Man, is he? He's the second Ant-Man, but still. Uh, there, there was a very small article, which I just read the headline because basically it said three minutes to read. So I assumed the headline is going to be it all. When it comes to friends news, most of these websites take like a line of something and then split it out over like 50 paragraphs Mm -hmm. and it was like paul rudd felt like an accessory in friends like a stage prop i was like oh that's kind of interesting okay but i think like they say stuff like that as if it's kind of like somehow to discredit the show yeah and it's like well no he's an actor doing a role that's his job yeah like he isn't part he may be married in the show to one of the characters but he's still he essentially was a prop he was there to be yeah, used it's, for it's comedic not, effect. He's not a main cast member, as no. much as people want him to be, because he's not in it enough. No. He doesn't interact with the rest of the group that much. Normally one-on-one interactions. Yeah. Off the top of my head, I can't remember a time where he and Joey were alone together. Mm. No, because he, he's alone with Chandler a lot for the, yeah. for the advice <laughs> and the sarcastic comments. Uh, sometimes with Ross, but yeah, it's, it's never really with Joey too much. So, yeah, I, I, and I bet it was just like an off the, the cuff comment, really, right? Which yeah. It's like, oh, you know, like my role wasn't that big. I, I was probably more of a prop to, to the guys then helping them rather than it was the show all about me. Yeah, you know, the person who didn't if you heard that sentence and was like, yes, I'm going to rip this out of context to get so many clips. Yeah, pretty much. So that's why I didn't read the whole thing because I knew it would be one line hidden within details of what Friends was as a show and who was in it and Jen Fanniston's haircut or whatever they want to fill their, their SEO article with, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of emotional weight and attachment people have to the show. So when people are negative about the show, you tend to take it, you know, personally as a fan. You're yeah. like, what do you mean, like, so-and-so hated being in Buffy? I'm like, but I love the show. How yeah. can you hate it? It's like, yeah. well, yeah, I like the show as a fan. I'm not 
I'm not on set. I'm not in the right on the yeah. writing staff, or I'm not trying to you know light the scene. It's, people don't necessarily have to enjoy the job just because you enjoy the production. No, and they obviously generally don't mean they hated it. And obviously, twenty years later, you forget all the good times and whatever else. Like, so it's easy to focus on like small details and blow it out of proportion. Yeah, well, you, you know, you ask him, did you enjoy it all? He says, yes, this bit was good, this bit wasn't, or whatever. People will focus on the negative because it's juicy. Yeah, exactly. So. We should actually probably get into our episode now. I think we've had a nice preamble there. Preamble? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I like the preamble there. Uh, we're going to talk about episode 18, the one with all the poker. Yeah. As in the card game, not poke. Huh? Really? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's where my brain went. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, don't with all the poker. Uh, so, yeah, so we're going to just jump right in with our first clip. We're running low on resumes over here. Do you really want a job with popular mechanics? Well, if you're going to work for mechanics, those are the ones to work for. <laughs> hey, look, you guys, I'm going for anything here, okay? I cannot be a waitress anymore. I mean it. I'm sick of the lousy tips. Sick of being called, excuse me. <laughs> Rich, did you proofread these? Uh, yeah, why? Uh, nothing. I'm sure they'll be impressed with your excellent computer skills. <laughs> No, I'm sure the Xerox machine caught a few. That is a very Chandler joke from, from Joey, is. though, isn't it? We, we often discuss, you know, was this line written for someone else's character, but they gave someone else it so they have something to do in the scene. That could not sound more Chandler if it tried. No, like, Joey, Joey can have, like, his moments, rarely, like, that kind of quick wit, but, yeah, that's, that's a great joke. Uh, I really liked how they, they started another episode with, with them all making a tune. Mm-hmm. I don't know, this is just something kind of wholesome about it. Look, I recognise it, but I don't know what it is. So, it is uh, a march called Colonel Bogey. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, Sounds it's, like it's, it should be a joke. Yeah, it's, no, it's, 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 it's pretty famous. So, like, you know, everyone knows. Like, if you don't know the name, you've heard the tune. Yeah, like, this, the episode started and they were whistling it, yeah. and I was in my head, I was going, along with it. Yeah, it's just a march, so. So, yeah. So they're packing their the CVs for Rachel. There is a lot of CVs they're packing. Like she's got a box full of them. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of jobs to go for. So she she's got a few hundred, it looks like, and then she's putting stamps on it. Like she's spending a fortune. Now I've tried this once because I was like, right, to get a job, you generally go through an agent or you email, and there's millions of other people, right? How do you stand out? I'm going to send them a letter because then they're going to have to open it and they're going to have to read it and like see it. Uh, it was just a waste of money. Fair. Like, I didn't spend as much as Rachel probably has, but, like, sending it off didn't do anything different compared to just hassling them on the phone. I suppose it depends, like, where it gets to. If it just gets to, a, you know, the receptionist or someone who, you know, just kind of processes the mail, they'll just look at it and go, nope. Potentially, yeah. yeah you're right. Um, but, yeah, to, to have a, a spelling error, we'll, we'll, we've heard a, her, her short stories, haven't we? So It's true. So we know there's going to be some errors. So she should have got someone else to read. Always get someone else to read your CV. Because even if you think it's great, someone else will look at it and go, oh, that doesn't sound very impressive, or that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, or why would you put that? It's not relevant, or yeah. whatever. Like you're, you're, you're far too close to it. I guess it's, this is the time before spell check. 
No, it's got a well. No, she actually no. She's probably used a typewriter, hasn't she? Because it because yeah because if she's like photocopied it. True. If it was actually just computer, she would have just printed lots out. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like in '94, like most people didn't have access to a computer unless it was at work, and even then, printing would have been expensive. True. And time consuming, especially if she's using a, a dot matrix printer. If you you know what one of those is. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're very slow, very loud. You could not get away with one of those at work. Like, what are you printing, Rachel? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> it goes for four hours, <laughs> printing all the CVs off. I mean, um, I can't imagine Central Park has a printer, to be fair. No, no, exactly. So I feel like she's typed it somewhere and then printed it out, right? I feel like Gunther would let Rachel print stuff out at work until the moment he found out it was her attempt to leave and yes. then he'd, like, smash it with a hammer. Yes. <laughs> be like, no. Yep. Uh, we then have our intro, as we normally do, and we're back at the coffee house where Rachel is pretending to to work whilst the girls read out rejection letters. Which Ra- is Rachel is worse at pretending to work than she is at actually working. Yes, she is. <laughs> Look, I've had friends visit me at jobs before. The easiest way to skive and chat to them is to just talk. Pretend they're the customer, yeah. Yeah, if you were like, oh, hello, Mark, are you interested in this gaming console? Let me pick up the box and turn <laughs> yes. it around and pretend like you like from an advert, aren't yeah. you? Yes, I will tell you all about the Xbox. It's just, yeah. it's just, you... How about we go to the other side of the store now to discuss something else? Yeah. Yeah. Given that, like in this instance, the, the, everyone at Central Park knows that Rachel knows Monica and Phoebe. Like, what do you, who do you think you're fooling? Yeah. You're clearly talking to your friends, yeah. and you do it all the time, and no one ever cares. So exactly. why the need for the subterfuge now? I'm, I'm sure if they had like an analytic system, they'll go, when Rachel's working, we notice a massive drop-off in sales of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Where's this coincidence happening? Um, yeah, rejection letters. It winds me up. No one ever sends rejection letters. They just ghost you. Um, I guess it depends what for, I suppose. Well, if I'm applying for your job and I've taken the time to contact you, you can at least go back and go, sorry, you've been unsuccessful. Yeah, I feel like there could easily be a template that yes. you know, just has to, dear Mark or dear Ryan, you've been unsuccessful and just send it out. <laughs> we better with a tick box of why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your CV was terrible. Tick. <laughs> <laughs> What's a kumpooper? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I have received rejection letters in the past. Okay. And not just from girls I've asked out. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be so lucky to get the rejection letter at least. Yeah. But um, so as, as I guess listeners might know, I, I like to write and want to, you know, do it professionally. Um, so every time I see an interview with a successful writer that I'm a fan of, they've got one thing in common. And it's always that they've got a mountain of rejection letters. Yeah. And I was sat in my house and I was like, you know what? I haven't got any rejection letters. I should probably try and get one. <laughs> Um, so I wrote a submission, sent it off to Black Library, which is the games workshop, like publishing house for the like 40k and Warhammer nerdiness. Um, and I eventually got a rejection email, which okay. is nice. It was, you know, they had thousands of entries, so it was nice to actually a get a response of any kind. It wasn't nice to get a rejection letter, but it came in, and I told people, "Oh, I got a rejection letter from the Black Library." And they were like, "Oh, you okay?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yes, I finally got one. I'm, I'm a like, real writer now. Like it's progress. It's a step in the right direction." Did you, did you frame it? I didn't because it was an email. So you can, you can print it out. I was like, but that felt that felt too too uh, much of a beg, as the uh, kids would say. Uh, I was like, it was oh look, you know, I, I submitted, I got rejected, whatever, you know, I got a response. That's cool. Uh, but I'm not going to print it out. This is the start of your arc, isn't it? Where in like a few years' time, you can go. I am now a successful 40k writer, 
And here is my rejection letter to prove that I did the journey. Let me just scroll back in my emails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, what, what keywords can I use to find this? I've got too many rejection letters. <laughs> <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> I mean, it's weird. I also, I also think it... I don't. I guess being ghosted by the prospective employer is annoying, but at the same time, having a physical response because when you initially get it, it's going to elicit excitement. This is going to be in like, oh, like, yeah, I guess so. Well, the unknown. Just, just having the subject line rejection letter. Yeah, just like you suck, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. You did not get the job. Yeah, just. Um, this, I, but I kind of like if you've got ten letters on the side, you start. I don't mean you're like, yeah, you need to be hopeful at the first one, but it's a rejection, so you're a little dejected. And then, by the time you get to the eighth one, I'm going to be like, Mark, you open them, I don't care. Yeah. And like, then if you do get a job, you're like, oh, that's so many rejections. What's this one then that I've actually got? Yeah, great. I guess I'll go do that for yeah. a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chandler and Ross are sitting in the window for some reason instead of on their normal seats. They keep doing this. It's really odd. Uh, and you know, Ross is chatting to, to Chandler, having a heart to heart, which. You know, as, as men, we don't tend to do this with each other too much. No, we don't, to be fair. And, you know, he basically, he wants a woman who makes his heart pound. Like, yeah, kind of all do, right? Yeah, that, that would be the point. <laughs> I don't yeah. want someone who, who's a bit boring. And a Barry, uh, when he spots Rachel and acts coy as if he's never seen this beautiful woman before. Yeah, like, at what point is, is Russ, who's he trying to kid at this point? Yeah. Well, because he's like, oh, I'm totally over Rachel. It's like, no, you're not. Yeah, Wally then, like, you know, gets distracted from the conversation and stares at her. Even if you was over Rachel, if Rachel came over and was like, hi there, would you like to go on a date with me? You're not going to be like, no, I'm good. You're going to be like, yes, please, I would like to have a date. Yeah, I mean, there's always that, you know, the, I guess the excitement of never knowing. Like, yeah. you know, once you once you open that door and, you know, you know how the sausage is made. <laughs> we, we need some different phrasing. to use. But, you know, there's... I can I can understand that you know people in friendships that potentially could be romantic may be hesitant to explore it because what happens afterwards and is it going to be course. everything you've built it up to be? Yeah. Especially if you're Ross and have wasted a year trying to how however long it's been at least a year I'd imagine at this point. Well, he hasn't had his child yet. Not true, he hasn't now. So so, so, so eight to nine months, months. I would say, yeah. which is still a long time and to yeah, be pining for someone. Again, given the fact he was given the green light, you know, eight and a half months ago. Yeah. Still just... He's, he's, he's still stuck in neutral. Yeah. It's, perf- it's pathetic, really, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry, Ross, but it is. Well, sorry, Ross fans. Like, <laughs> but, you know, thankfully, Joe wanders in and uh, the guys laugh at him because uh, Joey cried. We're not, we're not saying anything. What? Uh, Joey cried last night. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we were playing poker, oh. right? There was chocolate on the three. It looked like an eight, right? <laughs> oh, God, you should have seen him. Read him and weep. And then he did. Well, now, how come you guys have never played poker with us? Yeah, what is that? Like some kind of guy thing? Like some kind of sexist guy thing? Like it's poker, so only guys can play. No, women are welcome to play. Oh, okay, so then what is it? Some kind of, you know, like, like some kind of, you know, like... Uh, what is it? <laughs> uh, there just don't happen to be any women in our game. Yeah, we just don't happen to know any women that know how to play poker. Oh, please, uh, that is such a lame excuse. I mean, it's, it's a typical guy response. Excuse me, do any of you know how to play? So, Joey crying, there's, there's a couple issues, because we find out the guys don't really play for that much money. No. They, they play for, like, 50 cents. So, who cares? And misreading the card, like, yes, okay, he had chocolate on it, made the... The three into an eight, 
But the rest of the card has like lots of icons on it, so you know. Yeah, you what can it count is. the icons. Jerry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Um, I do like the way the guys shut down the girls. Like they're like, oh, only guys can play poker. Oh, it's a manly thing. Guess we're not invited. And they're like, no, you can play if you want. We just never knew you wanted to. And two, like, you know, come and play with us. Yeah, can you play? No. Okay, the end. Yeah. It's like, like it's, it's the way they, they get so upset about it. And I, I do like it when people get upset about things. You're like, you never asked. Or you can come. And then they're like, they don't know how to back down from it. So they, they go further. Yeah, well, I mean, I've had friends in the past who go, oh, I'd like to give ice hockey a go, Ryan. That'd be cool. And I'm like, can you skate? And they're like, no. But I'm like... All right. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, get, I appreciate you'd like to, but they're asking in like, a, "Can I come to a practice?" And yeah. it's like, "Well, are you physically able to move on the ice?" No. Don't. No, you can't. And and poker isn't a, a manly thing either. Like, I, I feel like a lot of men probably do play poker and card games. Don't know why, but if you go to a casino, there's a lot of women who play card games. I mean, you say poker and card games. You say card games, and my brain thinks Final Fantasy TCG. Okay. No, like, I, you know. I, 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 yeah, I'm not talking about Go Fish and Snap and, <laughs> and Uno. <laughs> like card games, we've got Magic the Gathering or, you know. No, we're, yeah, we're, we're talking about Blackjack and oh. Poker and Texas Hold'em. What I would call a proper game. A talk, proper game. Talking these old man card games that my brain just... I, I can't play. I, can, I don't know what it's called because my great nan just called it three of one, four of another. I, I have no idea what that is. I think it's Jim... Not Jim Rummy, Gin Rummy. Oh, no, it's got some yeah, kind yeah, of name. Yeah. You basically need to get four of one and three of another. It's not difficult. Okay. Um, but we used to play that when we were like tiny, tiny children at like hers when we go visit her in Wales as a kid. But I've never learned to play poker. I've tried like once or twice. I had a Las, not Las Vegas, it was a Rainbow Six Vegas poker set that came free <laughs> with the game. Never got touched. Okay, we should we should break that down just slightly. Rainbow Six is a video game. Yep. Tom Clancy mm-hmm. novels. And you got poker cards from this video game. Yes, I got. <laughs> this is the most nerdy way you can say I played poker. I got a whole poker set. I think the closest I got to using it was I was going to weigh down some Warhammer bases with the chips, right? Because some of the models were top heavy. <laughs> like it didn't get touched for poker. I just it never appealed to me. I don't understand it. Most of this episode is in fact lost on me. P- poker's a fun game. Like there's there's very few rules in that you just need to know like the hands and which is going to win, right? And you need to know like the the orientation of how like the the round goes but otherwise it's just generally a good way to like casually hang out without having to concentrate too hard because all you need to know is like how what cards do i have cool what do i think everyone else has like am i better basically so you can it's very easy to just casually hang out and blackjack seems easier uh blackjack is very quick so i i would suggest like so i i used to work in the gambling industry making uh like artwork for casino gambling games. So I had to play a lot of these and understand and figure out how they work. Blackjack is a great way to lose money very quickly. Fair. So, you know, my, my game of choice is the roulette table because, you know, it, its pace is fixed in that you have to, like, put your money down and wait for, like, the, the wheel to spin and etc. right? So you can't just, like, blow a load of money quickly. Blackjack, you can go, hit me, hit me. Oh, I'm out. Start again. Hit me, hit me. Oh, I'm out. And you could easily, like, lose you know, hundreds of pounds within a few minutes. Uh-huh. Whereas at least like um, with roulette, you can go, well, you know, I'm only putting down like a five pound at a time, but there's only like so many spins within an hour it can do. Whereas blackjack, yeah, like if you put five pound down at a time, you can go as quick or as slow as you kind of really want. And generally you're going to just be like, hit me. Like that's another, like I need the next card to appear. Um, yeah, don't play blackjack. 
it's it's, it's very easy, but it's, it's and it's certainly not a game you'd play with with friends, like in terms of a social setting. Fair. It's literally a way to just get money out of people. Oh, okay. I don't really do casinos yeah. or gambling. We, we should go. I have the odd flutter on sport results, but that's about okay. it. Yeah, we, we should go. It'll be good research for uh, the Vegas episode. Sounds good. So. On my hand win. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah, they, they then end up at Monica's apartment because they're, they're going to prove their point and teach the girls how to play. Uh, this is frustrating, though, because, you know, the, the girls don't really want to play. They're like, oh, we've been called out and it kind of have to do it. So, you know, they're, they're sharing all their cards and talking to each other about their cards and stuff. It's like, no, you've got to kind of take it seriously because otherwise you ruin the game. Okay, like rules nerd marks coming well, out of it. It's well, like, no, be, you can't just give Phoebe that 10. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, but it's, it's, you know, it'd be like playing football and going, oh, well, you know, I scored a goal, so I feel like I should give the ball to them so they have a chance at scoring a goal. Yeah, no, I get what you mean. I had a friend who'd play an NHL game with me and he wasn't, he didn't know the rules. He just liked the idea of whacking people. Um, and every time we play in it, Shelley, but like, right, can we turn offsides off? Can we turn penalties <laughs> off? And I'm like, no, I want to play an accurate representation of the sport. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were just like, nope, I just want to smack your men around and try and score goals. Yeah, you're not playing the sport then, are you? Exactly. So I'm kind of with you. And Monica, you know, she has some snacks, like salmon. And uh, no, don't have salmon. Like, Joey's right. Yeah, you need to have, well, not snacks with just one syllable, but they need to be, you know, dips and crisps and stuff, not. Salmon. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I think if I was hosting a poker night once I learned to play poker, there would be snacks on the table. You'd have like general snacks like Joey's kind. Yeah. Then you'd play some rounds of poker. Yeah. And then there'd be like a half-time actual meal. <laughs> half-time actual yeah, meal. Yeah, we'd, we'd do like a half-time at some point. You okay. know, we're playing poker for three hours. Like 90 minutes in, there'd be some half-time. We'd order a takeout or I'd make some food. Okay. And then we'd, you know, watch a bit of TV while we all drink and eat. And then we'd carry on with the poker afterwards. I don't think that would work because it depends. Like, if you're winning lots of money, you're you're golden, right? If you're losing, probably not so great. Well, even if you're winning, you'll be like, my winning streak could end. That's superstitious nonsense. It is, but but it works. Like, if you're winning, you don't want to stop the winning. I'd be like, nope, calm down, Mark. You've lost some money. Here's a chicken wing. And also, because you're playing with cards, and and generally poker cards are quite nice. Normally, sometimes expensive. It depends. Uh, you don't want to have like greasy fingers touching those cards. I suppose. You want, your, you want your cards and everything to be nice. So this isn't like a pound pack from down the road? Like I mean, it, it could be, right? It can be whatever you want. But generally, you know, you don't want greasy cards. And also, that, that can go into play with, with poker. Because you're like, well, I know that card is the one I held because I put like a big smudge on the back of it. And I know that's a three of hearts. So I know he's got a three of hearts. Cheating. That, yeah. That's why like at casinos, they generally have multiple packs in rotation. And... Uh, you know, once a pack is like out, it then gets put away basically. And you can you can go to casinos and buy packs that have been played. They put a hole through them generally. Yeah. So you can't take cards that you've messed with, put them into the casino's deck again. Uh but yeah, you don't wanna you don't wanna mess your cards up. It'd be like you reading comic books and someone coming along with Cheeto hands. Well that's a ridiculous idea, Mark. <laughs> that's them, a, it's an absurd know? suggestion. <laughs> uh but you know, they start playing for real money now. And the guys then just win all the money because, you know, They've, the girls know I played before. They, they don't know. They don't know the hands. They don't know the, the etiquette, I guess. And they then get upset about the the bluffing, or as they call it, the lying. Phoebe does call it lying. It is lying. It is. Yeah. Like you know, you you have to be be able to have the poker face. So when you're playing poker, you need to be able to, to be like, oh, those are the cards I have, and not not down or up. 
and people do do learn your ticks, I guess, because you know if you get great cards and you go, oh, terrible cards again. Like, yeah, I know you're lying. I can tell, oh. and you, and you can tell from yeah, you know, especially with this lot and, and their lies. Like, they can't lie at all, right? I can't imagine myself having a good poker face. I'm fully fear be able like yes <laughs> or no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just this big grin that you're trying to hide behind your cards. Like, yeah, it's it, it's it's all part of it because being able to bluff is how you win. Like you. You have to have the diamond hands, as, as, as it, is it? Where it's like, can I can I pretend that my hand is actually terrible and get them to like be out, knowing that they've probably got a better hand than me? So I'm just thinking about the, our, our friendship circles, poker faces, and I I can't play poker. I never want to play poker with our friend Lee. Okay. Like that boy doesn't have facial reactions to anything, <laughs> so, so he'd, he'd be great. Yeah, he just, just win all the time because we're like. He's probably got a good hand because his face isn't moving. So yeah. I'm, I'm out. Fold. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and he's like going, I don't know what these cards mean. Yeah, like he's, he's falling asleep, yeah. which is something noticed. Because, yeah, there, there is skill in knowing when to call it quits, basically. See, I'm, I'm so. stubborn as well. So <laughs> yeah. no, no poker face and stubbornly carrying on yeah. playing. So, so you'd be great to play against because I'd probably win all the money. You can play for, uh, I don't know, not money. <laughs> not, not money. <laughs> not money, someone no. else. Uh, but, you know, they, they need to settle up. Um, you know, the girls are like, oh, you know, that's unfair because you're, you're men. And the guys are like, fair. They're like, no, okay, that's fine. This was just a test game. No, it's fine. But Monica, being too competitive, no, she has to settle up. Yeah, like she'll pay because yeah. she lost. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. I mean, they agreed to pay at the start. They should pay at the end. Yes. Yeah. Simple. You, you, if you agree to something with someone, you see it through. You know, the, the, the guys here, they're actually pretty fair all the way through this. They're, they're like, no, come and join us. Come and play. And they're also like, all right, it's first time, you know, let's treat it as a first time. Uh, but, you know, Ross then has to give his uh, nice guy speech, or as I like to call it, his older brother speech. I'm going to give that a listen. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Yeah. I see, so then um, you were lying. About what? About how good your cards were. <laughs> I was bluffing. Aha, uh-huh. and what is bluffing? <laughs> Is it not another word for lying? <laughs> okay, sorry to break up this party, but I've got resumes to fax before work tomorrow. Rach, Rach, we gotta settle. Settle what? The Jamestown colony of Virginia. <laughs> you see, King George is giving us the land, so... <laughs> the game, Rachel, the game. You owe us money for the game. Oh, right. Uh, you know what, you guys? It's their first time. Why don't we just forget about the money? Huh? Hell no! We'll pay. Monica, I had another answer already. <laughs> and you know what? We want a rematch. Well, that's fine with me. Could use the money. <laughs> so basically, you get your yayas by taking money from all of your friends. Yeah. Yes, and I get my yayas from Ikea. <laughs> You have to put them together yourself, but they cost a little less. Look, Rachel, this is poker. I play to win, all right? In order for me to win, other people have to lose. So if you're going to play poker with me, don't expect me to be a nice guy, okay? Because once those cards are dealt... (laughs) Yeah? I'm not a nice guy. So, Chandler has some great jokes there. He did. I mean, anytime you give me a revolutionary war joke, I'm going to find it funny. <laughs> it's just like, yep. Uh, the Ikea joke was probably 
more timely at the time because like 94 ikea was fairly new yeah and so you could make the jokes about their their their, their names for their yeah. products yeah, like now people are like fluent in the names. Yeah. Like, oh, you're getting a flugen? Yeah. <laughs> like... Oh, a tumbler. Mm. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're great though. So you just buy two of them, right? Yeah, no. Um, yeah, some great jokes there from, from Chandler. Love Ross being, you know, the Rossiest Ross. Oh, I hate Ross in this bit, in this scene. It Because I don't feel like he'd be, because obviously he's addressing Rachel, not not the girls or the group. He's no. just he's directly aiming and he just comes across his ridiculously juvenile posturing to me. I'm like, is he going to pull her hair and push her in a sandpit? <laughs> like, I just don't understand what he thinks he's... He's like, yeah, I'm a big manly man, Rachel, because look at my sexy manly madness <laughs> with cards. It just, I'm like, ugh, cringe. He does think he, he's God's gift to poker, doesn't he? He's just ugh, so cringy and horrible. I'm like, oh, get in the bin, Ross. <laughs> just like, I, I would then make a separate poker game that Ross wasn't invited to. <laughs> right. Everyone else could come, but not Ross. <laughs> Yeah, he he's the guy who's probably a sore winner, a bit like Monica, really. Yeah, you know, they're, they're our siblings, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we then head to Ross's apartment. I don't know if it's straight after or another day. Like, again, it's another cut that we don't know. Seems a bit weird to move the game to Ross's. Yeah, I assume it's another day just because it's in a different location. Yeah. Uh, he's got pizza and beers at the ready. Yep. That's, that's a great start for a poker game. But isn't pizza sticky and greasy and gross full of cheese and ick? Well, if you touch the cheesy bit, if you touch the crust, no. I mean, I don't that's touch why, pizza. That's why it's got a crust. <laughs> so you can hold it by the crust. That's the point. Maybe you've been eating pizza wrong. <laughs> your problem. Just like shoving it. <laughs> you, you've been eating the crust first by holding the cheesy <laughs> bit. Go, why is there red sauce all over my hands oh, my now? My hands are all covered in cheese. Uh, you know, just does Joey win or lose all his money at these games? I, I don't know. He's never got any, so I just assumed that Chandler's spotting him half the time. <laughs> You're probably right. Uh, but, you know, Ross loves Rachel. Ugh. Get over it, Ross. Yeah, yeah just... But, you know, I'm, I'm going to ruin everyone's lives now by playing another clip, and it's going to put a, a little earworm in your head. You still on that? Oh, come on, what was with that whole black Bart speech? When I play poker, I'm not a nice guy. <laughs> You're way off, huh? No, I don't think so, see, Ross, because I think you love her. Uh, no. See, I might have had feelings for her at one time. Not anymore. I just, I... Marcel? Where are you going with that disc? You are not putting that on again. Marcel, okay, if you press that button, you are in very, very big trouble. <laughs> If you don't know that song, it's The Lion Sleeps Tonight. Mm-hmm. Classic song. It is. It's not a song you would put on. Nope. <laughs> but everyone, you know, it's a great song. That's, that song is also in Ace Ventura. That Marcel the Monkey is also in. Oh, nice. That's where I know the song from. Nice segues. Yeah, yeah I like it. I like it. Uh, I, I liked Marcel's acting in this, putting the CD on, and the way Ross is like trying to Trying to be a parent, but absolutely terrible at it. Yeah, but you've seen those parents in the supermarket. It's like, yeah. Timmy, don't you pick that chocolate bar up. Don't you open that chocolate bar. <laughs> yeah. Don't you put that chocolate bar in your You're just like, oh my God, you have no authority over your children I'm whatsoever. Gonna count, I'm going to count to three. One, two, two and a quarter, two and a half. <laughs> like, no, just be a parent. Just zero discipline. Uh, they, they clearly couldn't get the, the monkey to dance properly, though, because you see the they basically had the clip go forward and backwards in reverse to make him look like he's doing a little jar- dance. Uh, see, I just assumed Marcel couldn't dance. 
No, no, it's, it's just like... It's, it's, weird it's, literally, it's literally half a second of him moving and then they've just reversed it backwards and forwards. No, I just seemed Marcel was doing a fat little hop. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Ross, Ross does love Rachel. Like, you know, you have, even if you go, I've got no feelings for her, you, have, you wouldn't say no if she was like, hey, Ross, let's go out. Um, but I'm so over it at this point. Yeah. Like, in the context of this season, at least, not the whole show. No, no. But in the context of this season, I'm just like, oh, whatever, Ross, no one cares anymore. Get in the bin. No, and it, it's going to get worse as it goes on because we've had enough Rachel finding ways for them not to date. And Ross is going to find a way pretty soon. Yes. Not date. Uh, but, you know, Rachel thinks Ross is a jerk. You know, she hates men, so why wouldn't she? And it's Ross. I mean, he is being a bit of a jerk when it comes to He is, yes. He's being being too competitive. But at the same time, Rachel's sort of being a bit of a sore loser at this point. Because when she's all like, oh, you get your yaya's taking money from your (laughs) friends. It's like, you knew what you signed up for. Yes. You agreed to do this. Don't act like Ross has suddenly flipped the rule book. No, Ross is right. It's like, yeah, I do enjoy getting money off my friends. Like, why wouldn't you? Yeah, you know, you enjoy winning. I mean, I I don't think you should ever play... Try and keep friends and money as separate as possible for the most part. Yes. It's always awkward. And, I mean, they're only playing for, what, $7 or something ridiculous. Yeah. It's not a lot of money. But at the same time, when money's involved, things get high-end. Yes, definitely. So I would happily lose, you know, 15 games of Rocket League in a row. But the second you put a penny on it, I'm like, no! Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, ne- never mix friends and money in that sort of way. Um, but, you know, Monica is worse. She's, she's way more competitive. But we and we also then find out about the Pictionary incident where she throws a plate. Yes, which I could definitely imagine her doing. I hate Pictionary. Uh, I kind of like it because you can draw. You're an artist. That's why you like, don't have to draw good. As, as we've seen, well, as we will see, you know, you don't have to be a good drawer. Well, in my family, my little sister is a great artist. I am not. Um, she got pictures, I got words. That's what we always say. Um, so we played Pictionary at family events and I absolutely hated it because I would just get absolutely thrashed. It was never even close. Um, and it just became an unenjoyable experience for me. Well, a lot a lot of it is just knowing how your partner thinks. So there'll be lots of times where you're like, right, I know they're not going to get this if I do it properly. So I'm going to do it in the way their mind works. Fair. So, so you know, you, let's let's say it was like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. If you just drew vampires, you'd just be going like Dracula or whatever. And you're like, no, no, I will draw like the Scooby Doo van and a vampire because it's the Scoobies. And you'd be like, yes, I know the Scoobies, I know vampires, it's Buffy. They're done. Yeah, but I couldn't, I'd struggle to draw the van. <laughs> <laughs> there were other family games I loved. Like this one called Taboo, where you've got to put across a I like word. that. That's yeah. a good game. I love that game. Um, but again, that's words, not pictures. Yeah. So. We don't, well, we play that a bit, but then well, everyone... Well, that's, that's the same thing again, where you, you need to know your, your playing partner mm-hmm. and how they think of things. Of like, oh, you remember that time when we went to this place and did this at 7pm? And they're like, yes, I know that. No one else would know that situation, because I do, I know the answer. Yeah, when Jess and I, over the years, would play on the same team with my family, or against certain parts of my family, after two games, they said we were never allowed to be on the same <laughs> yeah, team. you too good. Because it would just be, look... The sentence wouldn't make sense to the rest of my family. No. She'd just be like, blah, blah, blah. And I'd go, this, and we'd get it straight away. Yep. So we got separated. But then my nan, my nan, no one wants my nan on their team. She gets separated <laughs> because she forgets whose team she's on and when she's supposed to guess him where she's not. So you'd be like, I don't know, you'd be trying to explain Batman. And then you'd be going like, oh, Bob Kane, Bill Finger, 1939. And then it would just be, Batman! And everyone goes, nah, not now! <laughs> no, you're not on that team. <laughs> she does it all the time. It's almost worth playing it with her, just to laugh at her doing it wrong. Uh, 
But, you know, Rachel gets some good news. Sacks of Fifth Avenue want to see her. You know, that's a dream place for her. The mothership is calling. Have you been to Fifth Avenue? I have been, yes. It's a very, very nice little row of shops. I wouldn't go into them. I've been in the only shop I went to on Fifth Avenue was Kate Spade. Okay. Um, It's very nice and had ridiculously good customer service. Yeah. Um, I got a hug from the sales assistant because when we were paying, I asked her if the card machine was chip and pin or swipe. And apparently this was like some giant pet peeve of the staff. It is in well, it, it was in in America. I think it's better now. Yeah, well, this was probably what like four years ago. Um, but she was so overjoyed that I'd taken the time to ask that she ran around the counter and almost gave me an inappropriate look. <laughs> <laughs> A squeeze of the bum cheek. As well. <laughs> was, was, I'm gonna come here again. <laughs> uh, uh, how much is that one? The expensive one with no num- no numbers on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, we, we get to meet Aunt Iris, and uh, she's here to teach the girls to play some poker. Okay, look, that is Aunt Iris. This woman has been playing poker since she was five. got to listen to every word she says. Hi. Is Tony Randall dead? No. I don't think Why? so. Well, he may be now, because I think I hit him with my car. Oh, my God, really? No, that's bluffing. Lesson number one. <laughs> Something. Everything you hear in a poker game is pure crap. Hi, serious. Thank you. <laughs> Girls, sit down. Um, Aunt Iris, this is Phoebe, and that's yeah, Rachel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, I am parked at a meter. Let's do it. <laughs> Ross, could we please? Please listen to anything else. All right. I'm going to pay for that tonight. You know, it's a shame we don't get to see more of uh, Antiris. It is. She's hilarious. Yeah, I want to see more. Here's the big question. She's Aunt Iris. Whose sister is she? Jack's or Judy's? I think Judy. I would say Judy's. Do you guys thinking Jack? Oh, really? Okay. I don't. There's, there's a patter about her, the way she's like, no nonsense. Like, I imagine her and Jack. Judy seems too prissy. No, but I could see her being no nonsense and just sent how it is. And, and obviously her, her mum was like that. True. I don't know. Maybe there's a random bit of trivia fact out there we can find out or look for next time. But Immediately, yeah. the thought only just occurred to me. <laughs> like, it, it was like, who, who's, maybe she's not. Maybe it's like those women that you, you, your family know as a kid and you've got to call them all aunt, oh, yes, even yeah. if they're not related. Maybe she's just aunt Iris. Yeah, maybe. You know? I don't know. I, I would like to have seen more of her. I, I kind of like it when they have these characters just come in for a couple of minutes and they, they blow out of the water by, you know, just being themselves instantly. Like, you don't need any lead up into who they are. Mm-hmm. Like, I get this character straight away and then they're gone again. Um, it's a shame we don't get to see kind of like more like that. Yes, I liked. I liked her. She was fun. Yep, uh, and uh, a bit mean to Phoebe. <laughs> yeah, she was. By <laughs> saying, "Don't believe anything anyone tells you at poker." Well, nice earrings. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I think she was probably actually being potentially genuine there, but wrong timing. Yeah, it was all. You know, if you just said everything is a lie, yeah. you're pretty. <laughs> <Yeah. the> <laughs> uh, you know, the lines are, are sleeping. Uh, it's still playing. And, uh, you know, obviously Ross is going to turn it off because he's clearly put it on loop. 
And I love the way the master runs into the bedroom and slams the door. <laughs> slams the door. Yeah. Definitely not a stage. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, you know, it's like, oh, you know, how am I going to deal with this now? <laughs> like, Ross, <laughs> Ross, it's a monkey. Like, you get a woman. Yeah, look, in, a, in previous episodes, you commented how Ross seems to have just tried to replace Carol with Marcel. Yeah. That could, I mean, I, yeah, it's funny for comedic effect, but just the idea that Ross is kind of that weirdly invested in what Marcel's opinion is. He's a monkey. Yeah. Like, like if, you, if you're all like, cat did that, <laughs> why do you be like, wow, that's amazing. It slammed the door shut. Uh, but also, you wouldn't be rushing in there to be like, hey, let's talk. Let's talk this out. You'd be like, all right, I can go over there. Great. I'd have to deal with it for a bit. <laughs> it's like, turn this off, monkey. Like, yeah. Okay. Let's deal with it. Uh, Ross's apartment though is is really weird, like just just what's on the walls. So he's got a classic Speed Racer poster, mm-hmm. which it's odd timing anyway, because like Speed Racer is a very old, I guess it's anime, even though it's kind of seen as a kids' cartoon like in America and over here. Yeah. So why he would have it? Because it's not vintage. I wouldn't even say it's vintage enough in '94. Maybe now, mate, it could pass as vintage. Maybe he's just a big Speed Racer fan. He's then got got like this weird hand that is over the tv like a model of a hand that just hangs over the tv maybe he uses that because he hasn't got a woman <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe uh and then he's just got like modern art everywhere like you know plus his dinosaurs and his other toys none of this like screams to me is like hey this is a comfortable place this is probably the only set in all of friends across the 10 seasons that looks like a set you think so? Yeah, everywhere else looks lived in. Like, the girls' apartment in particular mm. looks lived in. It's a real place. Boys' apartment, yeah, no nonsense. Well, it's, there. there's his grimy, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah it, it definitely does. It looks believable. Ross's second apartment, yeah. This apartment, it's hideous. It looks just like it's four box wall. It doesn't look remotely homely. It doesn't look like anyone lives there. No. It's cold. Like you said, the random sort of bric-a-bracker on the walls. Yeah. It's just, I just, every time I see this set, I'm just like... Oh, yeah, I'm watching a TV show. It so, just takes so, me out of the episode. So you think it's like an Ikea showroom? It's just like, put some stuff in and make it look like a, a house. Yeah, like no disrespect to the people that dress the set. It just yeah. doesn't... It's not a believable set to me. I guess, yeah, it doesn't feel believable for Ross. Like, I couldn't imagine him having that stuff up. No. But we, we're going to have a, a little break, and then we're going to be back to find out what Rachel's good news is. The Hardcore Gaming 101 podcast is on a mission to rank the top games of all time. I like the idea that when Bruce Wayne gets angry, he switches to the Batman voice. Why do you have such a problem making Boomerang shaped like a bat? You mean like Batman? Not like Batman, just make it for me, Bruce Wayne. I can't (laughs) even with this guy. It's a Herculean task, and I'd be lying if I said it hasn't taken a toll on our cognitive faculties. Most people would be happy to have a job during a global pandemic. (laughs) Dennis! Hardcore Gaming 101, twice a week, every week. Find us at greenlitpodcast.com. Welcome to Casual Magic, the show where we explore the fun side of Magic the Gathering. I'm your host, Shivam Putt, and each week we delve into everything from casual formats to explorations of creatures and card types to interviews with designers of the game. At Casual Magic, we believe that it just isn't magic without the gathering. Come along and play! Yeah, we're back with Rachel's good news. Uh, her interview went really well. But Monica doesn't care about that. She wants to play poker. Yes, Monica turning a bit into Ross here where the Gellers are overly competitive. 
Yeah. Like, but we've all had these interviews where you're like, the interview went great. Now, if I have a great interview, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to get this job because we had such a great interview. Yep. The only time I know, like, I've I've ever like got jobs in interviews is when we stop talking about the job and are just chatting like random stuff. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as you like not uh, not talking about what you're going to be doing there and stuff, you're they're pretty comfortable with you, so that's a good step. And then especially if they're like, do you want to have a look around the office and just like kind of meet everyone casually quickly? Like, <laughs> why would you be showing me around if you're about to like reject me? Like, you're basically giving me the job at this point. I'm rubbish at telling in one-on-one interviews. It's really easy to tell in a group interview. Right. Because obviously I talk a lot and don't tend to shut <laughs> up. Um, and in the last group interview I had, after about 10 minutes, and I just kept like volunteering information, there'd be like a, a comment thrown out by the interviewer or a suggestion or a question. And I would like immediately respond with, oh, this is what I think. Um, you could just tell that it was going well because I'd be like, right, you've answered like twice. Just pull back a bit because you don't want to you don't want to overshadow <laughs> yeah. everyone else but then i would not say something no one else said anything and then the interview would go ryan and i'd be like yep cool well, this is going well because clearly like these people aren't up to much and yeah i eventually did get that job to be fair i've had job interviews where i thought it was going well and it hadn't though i had one a different gaming retailer where i knew all the staff really really well and we've gone for like this 40 minute interview we're at the very very end and they've gone oh have you noticed any like changes recently? And my brain turned off. Like it seemed like the interview was over. So interview Ryan, <laughs> you did a charm. Yeah, interview Ryan went away, <laughs> and Ryan came back, and uh, I was like, "Oh yeah, your trading prices are crap lately." Because I just, my brain was like, "The interview's finished. It doesn't count now." <laughs> yeah. And then she was just like, "The interview was like, she was like, oh Ryan, what did you say that for?'" And I was like, "Uh, I thought we were finished." <laughs> and she was like, "Nope." And then I didn't get the job. And then a friend of mine applied for the job, and I told him exactly what to say, word for word, what I'd said, apart from the the final your trading process of crap. Yeah. And he got the job. And I was like, "Yep, yeah, it was definitely that comment there." <laughs> it doesn't count. The interview's over. <laughs> Poo. Poo. <laughs> it's just you think you'd have got over it all those years of the weirdness, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, the guys are, are quite condescending about playing poker. Uh, sorry, playing other games. Yes, uh, and how competitive Monica is, which I think is kind of fair. Like the girls have been giving them a lot, like hassle over this, so it's fair enough for them to be. Yeah, because at no point did the boys say the girls can't play, and no. the, the girls made it an issue. Yeah, they 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 forced their way in when clearly they didn't want to do it after they forced their way in. It was more of a, I think for Rachel and Phoebe, it was more of a principal thing. Yeah, and then the competitive angle kind of got the talks into Monica. Yeah, but. Yeah, I don't think like you know. I don't think in like four seasons' time, people are like, oh yeah, they play poker all the time. No, no, forgettable. No. No. You know, Ross Ross tries to be a gentleman and offers to shuffle the deck, and then Rachel Rachel pulls out like a proper card trick as she sh- uh, like shuffles them from nowhere. It's clearly like a, a trick deck. The way she shuffles, I don't know. It looks cool. Yeah, yeah. So so basically, like you, so she's pulling the cards apart as she pulls her hands apart and like dropping them till they like compact together. You can't shuffle cards that way because they have to land on top of each other. Yeah, yeah. Surely you just be. It's 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 a cool it's a cool trick to do. Just like because it looks like your hands are expanding, but the cards are condensing back down again. Uh, but yeah, she's she's clearly got a, a trick deck there we, where they're all stuck together. We should learn how to do that, Mark. Yeah. Once Patreon's going, if people you know, we'll, we'll we'll both learn how to do it. Yeah, Once we throw cards around the office. Oh well, yeah, you can do you can do some really cool like card tricks with shuffling, especially and and shuffling is part of poker because otherwise. If you're bad at shuffling, like you get the same cards in a row, and you're like, I know the order of the cards now, and now I can win. 
After all these years, I can finally feel like Gambit from the X-Men. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Just, just fling cards at people and hope they stick in the wall, right? <laughs> uh, you know, despite, you know, this showing off, the girls lost again. Um, you know, they, they learned a little bit, so they, they didn't lose loads of money. Yeah. Which, you know, is, is a start. Uh, so, you know, Phoebe's giving her, her money over. She decides to curse it. Yes, which is, you know, I think whoever spends it will have bad luck. Yeah. And it's just... I, I, I love how China's like, oh, I'm already cursed, so I might as well take it. At least, at least I can like, go see a movie. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, oh, bad luck's have to be all the time. Yeah. Whatever, it'll do. Your curse means nothing to me. Uh, and I, I do love this this next little clip that's coming up with uh, Rachel and Ross and how Ross has to uh, exert his power over winning uh, over women by, <laughs> by winning some money. So, Phoebe's owes $7.50, Monica, you owe $10, and Rachel, you owe 15 big ones. And hey, thanks for teaching us Cross-Eyed Mary. You guys, we got to play that at yeah, our regular right. <laughs> All right, here's my $7.50, but I think you should know that this money is cursed. What? Oh, I cursed it. <laughs> so now bad things will happen to he who spends it. That's all right, I'll take it. Bad things happen to me anyway. Way I can break him up with a movie. <laughs> so that just leaves the big green poker machine who owes 15. <laughs> oh, it's so typical. Ooh, I'm a man. Ooh, I have a penis. Ooh, I have to win money to exert my power over women. <laughs> you know what? This is not over. We will play you again, and we will win, and you will lose, and you will beg, and we will laugh, and we will take every last dime you have, and you will hate yourselves forever. <laughs> hmm. Kind of stepped on my point there, Mom. You never want Monica to be with you because she will just ruin whatever argument you have. Yeah, well, Paul, like Rachel makes a point that she, well, she thinks she's making a point. I don't really see her logic, to be honest. Yeah. I, I, I love the way she, she says it. Ooh, have a penis. <laughs> I guess we see your version of shoop, shoop, shoop. Yes. <laughs> yeah. well, she, I guess it seems like she's made this knockout punch. Yeah. And then obviously Monica ruins it by doing exactly what she's accusing the boys of doing, really. Because yeah. I mean, the argument could be from the previous episode of where they use their breasts to, to get whatever they want. Yeah, true. Thing. But you know, that, that would go down a different route. Um, yep. Yeah, so Monica ruins it, but the, you know, the rematch is on at Monica's apartment. You know, but Joey's like, we need to have some food here. We need some pizza. The Joey's special, obviously. Yep, of course. Both of them. But Rachel is waiting for, you know, the job interview to call her back to say if like, she's got the job or not. I'm like, who calls at 9pm to offer you a job? New Yorkers. Because I'm like, cause she's like, you can't call until 9 because they might call me in. You have call waiting anyway. They do. So... He could have called and just put them on hold or whatever. Well, she says um, that the store doesn't close till nine, so that he can't call till then. Yes. To be fair, nowhere closes in New York. Like it's, to me, it makes sense. It doesn't. Say, if it was in the middle of you know Ohio, I'd be like, yeah, this is stupid. But in New York, it seems fine to me. Nah, uh, because nine o'clock to have someone at a job seems late. Like any time after six, so after dinner time, you don't call someone. Definitely, your British sensibilities. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Pretty much right. Yeah. <laughs> but I've had supper. What do you mean the phone's ringing? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> The, the, the tea is now ready. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it looks like it's been like a long, slow night already, though. It does. But, you know, Phoebe is, you know, she's out. Ross has a flush. Rachel has uh, four sixes and wins. So that means nothing to you. What's a flush? Uh, 
Well, there's different there's different kind of like combinations of cards you can have. Is that when the card is it when the cards are in order, or is that straight? I forget. I forget the exact ones, right? So you can have ones where you have like um, all the suits you can have like where it goes like uh, ten jack, uh, queen, king, ace. You can have like certain numbers, whatever, right? And they they all have different ones are worth more than others. So you could have say um, like a flush that Ross has, but four sixes will win over the flush. Oh, okay. So there's like a hierarchy in terms of like the, the different card layouts you can have, and this will always win over this one. I did that like printed out on the table. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so basically, you just be constantly looking at it. You just right? see me looking at the table going, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, you can have stuff like, you know, that, so they talk about like aces are high and they can be low as well. So an ace can be a one or it can be the highest number. Uh, it can be both well depending on what you want like there's all different rules for poker depending on what type of poker you you are playing i've heard the phrase the flop a lot and that always makes me laugh because <laughs> also the name of the coolie die i had as a baby was called flop a lot right. <laughs> just like just the flop i'm like what's the flop so, the man's turned a card over what's happening yeah so there's, there's different things you can do so like you don't always have to bet each time it goes around so it normally goes around like a, a clockwise um and you have like one person to the dealer also and you can have like one turn where you're like i'm not going to say whether i'm going ahead or not until it comes back around again then you have to and that's when you decide if you're in or out and you can decide based on how people are playing if they're picking up new cards or whatever right because you you can win a match with having a terrible hand like that's the whole bluffing part i guess you don't have to have a good hand to win it's trying to convince the other people that you do so that's 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 kind of where the i guess the fun and the psychology comes into it whereas you know Blackjack is pretty much uh, an odds game. Like, you're either going to win or lose. You have no determination on the outcome of the cards. Whereas poker, you, there's a bit of skill involved in terms of you know, knowing what cards you've had and what potential could be in the deck because you're like, well, I've got two aces. I know there's going to be like two more out there. Who do I think's got them or are they still in the deck sort of thing? And you can do that and then... You know, there's the whole, I know Ryan, and Ryan is looking at his sheet, so he's clearly trying to figure out which one. <laughs> and he's looking at the one with the, the lowest amount of cards or whatever, right? So, um, so yeah, is you know, poker can be fun. Like, it, it's, it's got, like, the psychology in there. But as I said, Rachel wins, so that's great. So we're going we're gonna to listen to her win. You guys, you know what I just realised? Joker is poker with a J. <laughs> Coincidence? Hey, that's that's Joe incidence with a C. Uh, Phoebe, Phoebe. Yeah, um, I'm out. I'm in. Me too. Me too. All right, what do you got? Well, you better hop out of the shower, cause. I got a flush. Well, 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 hop back in, bucko, because I got four sixes! I got four sixes, I won! I actually won! Oh my... You know what? I think I'm going to make a little Ross pile. I think that one was Ross's, and I think, oh, that one was Ross's. Well, I have got your money. And you'll never see it. And you fliced it open. 
<laughs> I made you nerf. I like her little Ross pile. I do. It's, <laughs> it, it's Ross getting a bit of his comeuppance to be yeah. there because Rachel's being as playful as anything. She's just teasing him. Yes. Like, just a good bit, you know, good bit of ribbon between friends. But Ross takes it so seriously that he deserves every single second of this. Well, he, he has lost money to not only Rachel, but a woman. And apparently he hates that. Like the whole <laughs> the, one, most, yeah. the weird like feminist angle this episode is really odd because it, they set it up at the start where people's like what is it what is it and then you, they quickly establish it's not a gender issue yeah and then the boys were a bit mean but I don't feel like they're ever mocking the girls because they're women I feel like they're bad at poker yes so then the kind of like weird woman angle I'm like I don't really get where they keep where it keeps going back to that because it's no it's already been demonstrated several times that that's not what it is no and a lot of this is you know Ross and Rachel's kind of heat i guess where they they are being mean to each other but they're doing it from an area of affection i guess but they're grown-ups <laughs> yeah, stop being children <laughs> like if you like each other just tell each other like you, know, you tease it like you're not good hello <laughs> like it's just like <laughs> i don't know i don't know i feel like it is fun teasing people when you've like won especially when they've been telling you how amazing they are at poker oh, you know definitely i don't think they like you know if there's if and, that's your way of trying to put some kind of sexual tone into it just you know because well, there's a lot of playful ban- banter, like, you know, the, the big green machine and, you know, Ross's flies and his pile of money and whatnot. Like, I guess it just, to me, it just doesn't come across as flirtatious at all. It's just cringy from Ross and funny from Rachel. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of flirt. It's not, it's not fully flirting. It's just a little bit. A lot of, a lot of it is just wanting money. <laughs> Which is weird, seeing yeah. he's probably the highest paid person there. Yeah, pretty much. Um, you never actually get to see the cards in these games, though. And... I, I think it's done on purpose. It's basically to avoid mistakes. Like, it's poker nuts. Like, so when I'm talking about poker to you, I'm not like a fountain of knowledge on it. Mm-hmm. I, I am very like basic beginner poker person. Like, I, I don't play it really. I have knowledge of it. And it's probably pretty bad knowledge, and we'll probably get some corrections in. So please do email those in. Uh, but, you know, when you're filming, there's going to be mistakes of the cards down, and there will be definitely be people go, well, no, Rachel shouldn't have won because she didn't have four sixes. You can clearly see on the table there that she's got a one and a seven and a whatever, right? So you never see the cards. Fair. So they can just say, these are the cards, and you're like, cool. There's no issue there. Uh, Smart move, to be fair. Because yeah. when, when you notice something you know about, it will annoy you. Yes. Like, there's a movie called Sicario. There's a really tense scene, and one of the characters picks up a rifle and the bolt's locked open. Okay. The gun won't fire in that position. And um, every time I watch the movie, this really tense scene, I'm like, you're, nothing's going to happen when you pull that trigger, mate. Like, yeah, you, at all, the gun won't work. You just want to go over there, just, let me just fix it for you. Just, right. Yeah, we can. <laughs> now it'll shoot. Like, so, when you know, like, if you were a poker nerd, though I'm a bit of a gun nerd, you would, it would really infuriate you. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's now down to, to Ross and Rachel. Uh, Ross just folds, but Rachel won't show her cards. Uh, you know, but Ross can't stand to lose. And he's, he's, got, he's channeling Monica here, really. But surely, like, under the rules, if you've said you fold and stood up and left the table, surely that's the end. No, because he's not shown his cards. So if he'd, like, turned his cards over and you go, oh, I can see your hand there, like, yeah, that would be over then. But if you can't sit, if he's not flipped his cards over, no one knows what he has apart from him. But so, you said he folds. Yeah, but, you know, you, you could still go on. It's, it's like, it's like in, a, in a game of football or soccer uh, where... You know, the, the team goes and carries on playing despite the ref going, you know, you can stop if you want. They're like, no, no, we've got the advantage here. We're going to carry on. 
No, I think no. Ross shouldn't. I think you should have to pay up because he, he said fold. If you play poker at my house, Mark, <laughs> and you say you fold, you fold. Well, okay. But yeah, any, anyway, everyone else has folded because they don't want to lose any more money. They they think they've got bad cards or whatever. Uh, so, you know, Rachel, Rachel's staying in. She must be pretty confident because she's, she's fairly new to poker. Yeah, I guess if you're new and you're that confident, you basically, like, I'd fold if I was Russ because I'm like, if the new person is inexperienced, is this confident? Yeah, they must have good... Yeah, clearly they're going to win. And, and you know, there is beginner's luck in poker and generally gambling I've seen. Like, any time I've taken anyone to the casino for the first time, they always win. And, you know, they've... You know they've won quite quite a bit of money, and I'm always like, let's let's play again. I want you to lose now, because, <laughs> because always they're like, I won a load of money. It was really easy. Where's where's my where's my bank? I need to go and get some money out. And I'm like, no, you need to lose because you need to understand that feeling of losing because it's not that easy to win. There is there is a thing as beginners luck. I think I'm glad you explained the rest of that because at first <laughs> you basically said my friends win and then I want them to lose. Yeah, yeah. You've got to feel how it is to lose because you if you win, it feels great and you think that was easy. All I have to do is just put £100 on black on the roulette table and I win. Ka-ching. Like, no. No, fair. No. Um, but yeah, you know, Ross can't stand to lose. Uh, Rachel then gets her phone call. They turn her down for the job, sadly. That's always sad when you think you've kind of got it, especially as that was going to be her dream job, going from waitress to assistant buyer. Yeah, it's a big jump up. It is. Uh, but then they hang up on her, which is kind of rude. Yeah, it is but rude. It doesn't sound like they meant to, because they seem to be like, oh, are you okay, Rachel? Like, you wouldn't be like, are you okay? And she goes, yeah, I'm fine. And hang up. Like, mm. I don't know. Uh, you know, Rachel wants to carry on. Like, Ross is, Ross is pretty fair at this point, I think. Like, he's like, look, we can stop now. I folded. You've won. Let's let's end it now. And she's like, no, we're gonna carry on. Let's go again. That's fair. I mean, she's having it. You know, she's enjoying the poker because she thinks she's yep. winning, and she's got bad news. Why would you want to stop the thing you were previously enjoying? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Uh, so then she she raises everyone by five dollars this time from their fifty cent uh, stake. And so everyone is instantly out because, you know, five dollars is too much money. Yeah, it was like, a, it was like a rule. We said it was like fifty cents maximum or yeah. whatever. And she's like, I just lost the job. Yeah. Like, no, you didn't, Rachel. You didn't have the job. No. You didn't get the job, but you didn't lose the job. No, exactly. Maybe it's me being, you know, a bit picky, but it was just like you haven't lost the job. You just didn't get it. But it, it is weird in this episode. They they talk as if they're like gambling like hundreds of dollars when it's like five dollars. Not a lot. Yeah, it's not a lot. No. Uh, so everyone else is just, just out instantly. They're, they're not going to go against angry Rachel. Like, I can see the devil horns and <laughs> yeah, smoke and everything, right? Feeling feisty. Uh, but, you know, Ross has to stay in, doesn't he? I see your 50 cents, and I raise you $5. I thought uh, it was a 50-cent limit. Well, I just lost a job, and I'd like to raise the bet five bucks. Does anybody have a problem with that? <laughs> not at all. Hold her up. Hold her up. <clears throat> Loser? No, I fold. What do you mean you fold? Hey, come on. What is this? I thought that once the cards are dealt, I'm not a nice guy. I mean, what? Were you just full of it? Hmm. 
I'm in. How many you want? One. Dealer takes two. What do you bet? I bet two dollars. Okay. See you two. And I raise you. Twenty. What? <laughs> <laughs> I see your 20. Where's your 25? <laughs> see your 25. And uh, Monica, get my purse. Rachel, there's nothing in it. Okay, then get me your purse. <laughs> Here you go. Good luck. Thank you. I saw your 25 and I raise you seven. <laughs> Team. <laughs> Joey, I'm a little shy. That's okay, Ross. You can ask me. <laughs> What do you need? What do you need? Fifteen. All right, here's ten. Yeah, I got five. I got five. Thank you. Good luck. <clears throat> Joey is so innocent. He's <laughs> just like, you can do it to me, Ross. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Um, I feel like if they if they raise the stakes to like bigger numbers, like raising like your stake by twenty dollars is you know is pretty big. But at the end of the day, they've not put that much in. If they was like, oh, we're going to raise it by like fifty or a hundred or something, I yeah, feel like not, it, it's not like someone's bet the apartment. <laughs> no, no, I, I feel like it would have had a bit more impact. Um, Maybe they're trying to be like more realistic and like, oh, they don't have a lot of money to gamble. Yeah. And then you question all the apartment and what they do and everything, right? So, um, but yeah, Ra Rachel basically just goads him. And the, the rest are going all right. Like anyone going, I raise you 20. Like they're either doing it because they know they've got terrible hand and they're hoping everyone folds. Yeah. Or they have the best hand ever. Like, yeah, like, I feel like. like Air and caution, you just fold. Yes, because like, cause then you'd only lose like 50 cents or $2 rather than putting in like 25 Yeah, because if, if Ross has a bad hand and he folds and then she goads him, why would you then go like, oh, fine, I can't remember my bad hand? Yeah. Doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah, exactly. So so Ross, you know, he, he must think his hand's pretty good. At the same time, like he, he's got his competitive side against Rachel and while it's like slightly flirty, it's more competition, I think, at this point. You know? Well, at this point, they've got, it's back to that kind of boys versus girls angle yes. that doesn't really ever land in this episode for me. No. Um, where the girls are like, like when Phoebe chucks in the ten, she's like seven, and she's like teen, and throws yeah, like ten dollars yeah. in. It's like, but they've made it girls versus boys, and it that hasn't really paid off for me at any point in this episode. It's now we've got Geller versus Green, but yeah, I, I don't think it it plays off well because it's not girls versus boys, is it? It's Ross versus Rachel. Yeah, and they're not a couple where. It works. No, and okay. I don't think at any point they've... The boys have been a bit mean, but I don't think they've ever actually put across any kind of sexist, no. you know, battle of the sexist intent. It's just been, you you, you girls, not women in general, but no. you girls can't play poker. Not women shouldn't play poker. No. So okay. I don't think any of that angle hits at all, to be honest. But then we're going to, like, a Mexican standoff, as signified by the music, if you 
didn't get that hint. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Rachel has a full house. Now, the only way to beat that would be a straight flush for the kind or a superior full house. Um, you can see Ross's final hand before the, the redraw. Uh, and he has um, a three of um, clubs, a six of spades, a, a queen of clubs, and a king of hearts, and an unknown card off screen. Like, given like that fact that he's only like traded in one card, it's actually impossible for him to beat any full house. So we know like he was basically bluffing. Okay. Pretty much based on that hand. Like that that's not a good hand. He's just got random stuff pretty much. Like he's got a queen and a king. Okay, that's a a start of something, maybe. Um he's got, you know, one of each suit. That's a start, I guess. But he hasn't he hasn't got anything, you know, you'd be betting a lot of money on at this point. Fair. So yeah. Um so you know, the end the ending here can like it'd be interpret, interpreted that either like Ross bluffed all his money away on a weak hand. Or, you know, he was going to, like, fold on a winning hand. But we don't know because we don't see all the cards. Like, one card can, can change a terrible hand into, like, the winning hand easily mm. based on, you know, what the other people have. Um, you know, Ross losing all his money and his friends. Like, got to, got to think he's got Chandler and, and Joey's money there. He does. On a bluff to call Rachel out. Mm, that's a bit much, right? It's a bit far. Like, it's taken the, the, comp- you know, the, the need to win. To the next level, I guess. Yeah, and like you know, Ross Ross has to bluff in this scene. Like the writers make him bluff. Yeah, because it, otherwise it's not an interesting scene. We just oh, I fold you in. Yeah, like, true. That, that's not interesting. Um, so yeah, it's it's a bit weird how they do this, and and obviously, you know, the we don't know what type of like poker they're they're properly playing, and we don't we don't have all the facts, I guess. It's, all of this is a bit weird and again it makes sense to like hold uh, hide the way like their hands because then it stops this conversation but happening basically, <laughs> basically right um, I mean it, the episode definitely hints at the end that Ross deliberately let Rachel win because look how happy it's made her well yeah because you know if he's like bluffing and then his last action is to raise again that makes no sense like if you're bluffing you don't raise again because you're probably going to lose right yeah you 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 only raise again if you're like, I'm pretty confident I'm going to win. But if you're like, I'm not very confident. Yeah, because this isn't like when Chandler and Joey play cups. He's <laughs> 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 just trying to give him money. It, yeah, it's just a bit odd. And then when the guys try and grab Ross's cards to see what he had, yep. it's clearly a Ross deliberately, you know. He, yeah, like you say, he wanted to see Rachel happy. Yeah. So he's like... I want her to... I'm going to let her win. It's like when you play Mario Kart and you let your little brother win by just like, oh, no, I screwed up again. I oh, fell no. off the track. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why am I going reverse everywhere? Oh, dear. I'm very terrible. Like, sometimes you do you do these things to see people like that, but it's kind of weird because he's been so aggressive about it. Yeah, like, it kind of redeems Ross, yeah. but then at the same time, to me, doesn't because he's in love with Rachel. Yeah. So I'm a bit like, well, no, you're not. You haven't suddenly, you know, learned the true spirit of competition. You haven't suddenly that is the taking part that counts. You're basically <laughs> just going, she's pretty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's just like, no, nope, you're not getting any brain points from me, Ross. Well, they're going to get more competitive because they're about to play some Pictionary. Airplane, airport, airplane, airport, 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 that's a bird? That's a bird. 
So this is going back to our earlier conversation with, with drawing. So Monica's like drawn a hand waving and a bird. Yeah. And like, I don't know this film, but you'd, you would be going, oh, look, it's hand bird, wavy bird. Like you, you can see like how, oh, I, I missed bye bye birdie. Right. Yeah. But you can see what she's clearly in the right area. Yes. And then, you know, Rachel has done the thing that I was saying earlier where she knows Joey. All she has to draw is a bean and she knows that Joey in his mind somewhere will get there. <laughs> he must have mentioned like this film or something. Like uh, they I just have this like yeah. connection, don't they? What I, what I would like about it is like the really well acted by Jennifer Aniston in this part because she draws the bean and just a classic picture me thing of people aren't like, guessing the right things rather mm. than try to draw extra things, just kind of like underlines or like just yeah, points yeah, it. Yeah. Like, she's like, dot, 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 dot. it's like, Yes, you've you've given us some information, picture me person. Give, give us more. We need more, not just repeatedly underline or dot the same part. But I, I hate like titles like this, like the un, unbearable likeness of being. Like, how would you draw that? Yeah, it's just what <laughs> it, it's the it's the classic Simpsons episode where uh, he draws dignity. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you draw dignity? Right. Um, you don't really like this episode that much, do you? I don't. It's it's definitely taken my least favourite episode of the season, the spa spot. Originally, that was in the one with the thumb. Okay. That I liked the least. And now it's definitely this one. I'm not sure if it's just because I don't care about poker. See, I quite like it because it's a classic, you know, the boys versus the girls doing a game sort of thing. The comp- the, I guess the competitiveness. That's what I enjoy. But to me, I think, like, when you've got the, one, the episode for the apartment, when mm. they have the quiz... It's boys versus girls. And when you divide the team, then, you know, like the, the Geller Cup. Yeah. There's lots of times when the, the group are split into like, halves to have a yes. competition. I like all those episodes. For me, it's just that this episode at the start is set up as boys versus girls, gender war. And then it, it never pays off at any point. At no point do the boys act like that's what it is. They immediately explain that that isn't what it is. Mm. Once the girls learn to play, they try, they try to teach the girls to play. Then they win. Then Joey offers to not take the money because they win. If anything, you could say maybe that's slightly patronising. Then the girls who do is, like, at no point do the boys say they don't want to play poker. No. But, but also I quite like it because it is just them playing poker and you, you get to see the whole gang together for once, which we haven't seen for quite a while. Like They they're normally split off and do their own things at times. True. Whereas this has pretty much for the most, most part been either the girls together, the boys together, or all together. I think it's more as like I guess a theme of the theme is supposed to be this like gender based conflict between yeah. the two groups and that doesn't pay off for me. So while I do like seeing all the gang together and there's some great moments, like I guess I don't see it like that. Rachel's little game of, you know, like singing about his money and then your flies open. That made you look great. There's lots of great funny moments. I, I, think. I think of it as just like a group of friends having fun. Almost like they're playing Monopoly and you're just hearing like the banter. And I think that's what I enjoy is the, the banter between them all and the jokes that play off. I guess, I suppose if I look at it from a group of friends hanging out, it's quite good. Yeah. As an episode, and the way it's structured and the payoff of the themes that it choices up in the start, I guess from like a, I guess a writing perspective, I'm just kind of like, nope, it's a flop. Well, I guess it tries to bring in, Ross still likes Rachel, because it's, it's been, he's, he's been on some dates and stuff at this point, and yes. it's kind of faded away with Paolo and everyone else, right? So this is trying to bring back, oh, Ross does actually still like her, and he's realised this again, and now he's going to try harder again. And it's going to be weird about poker. <laughs> yeah. Being mean to Rachel, because being mean to Rachel proves how manly he is, and if he's manly, Rachel will love him, because that's how men yeah. are stupid. It has some great lines, especially from Rachel, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's the end of our episode. Yeah. Where can you find us, Ryan? You can find us on Twitter at WhatFriendsPod, and on Facebook. Where else, Ryan? 
on uh, watchingfriends.com yep. where you can join in, send us some messages, give us some feedback. And if we want to find out more about your personal life and your lack of poker, where else can we listen to you? <laughs> Not much of my personal life's on there, but you can find me at gamehope.co.uk. Cool. And you can find me at fuzzballs.co and uh, fuzzballs on Instagram where I draw little cute pictures of cats and stuff. You can buy stuff and that will be nice because then I get some money. Uh, because, you know, we're, we're not ad-funded yet, even though we have adverts. Uh, we, uh, we're on the Greenlit Podcast Network and we, like, share some some time to, with other podcasts to promote each other. We do. But, uh, it's, a nice be, it, it would be, it's always nice to earn some money when, uh, you know. Yes, send Mark money and then I can try and win it off him in poker. <laughs> yes, I, I, I would love to play <laughs> poker with you one time, Ryan. I think this will be great. Um yeah, maybe, maybe we should do that one day. We'll get a few people together and we'll do friends poker <laughs> and we'll record it and then I can tell everyone how much money I won off you. I think we should do friends Pictionary. Okay. Because the episode names would be great. I Did I buy it? I had bought some friends merch and one of them, I don't know if it was a, it was a Pictionary one, wasn't it? There, there was one with, there's a, there's a lot of different friend merch and like with like different quiz games and stuff. So I've got the uh, the Wicked Wengo game. Nice. So we're going to try that. And I'm sure there's a Pictionary one where you have to draw what's on the card from like a scene in Friends. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, we're, we're, we're going to do that at some point in the future. Uh, I'm not sure when, but we'll do it at some point. I had a, a Friends trivia quiz at one point that had two tiers of question. Like the normal question, then the super hard Friends <laughs> nerd question. And I remember asking my ex like the nerd questions and she was just like, Yep, answer, 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 answer. She's like, give me a hard one. And I'm like, they were the hard ones. <laughs> so in, in the not-too-distant future, we're all off to a friend's pub quiz, aren't yeah. we, Mark? Yeah, so we, we can talk about that in the start of a future episode. Yeah, that, so, that'll be our banter for that episode. Yeah, so look forward to us either, you know, cheering in victory like Ross or... Uh... Or, or, or realising you guys need to call us out more and fact-check us better <laughs> because we, we were terrible at any knowing any knowledge. Uh, so, yeah, that's the end of this episode. So goodbye from me. And cheerio from me. <laughs>